I got into this because I'd had enough. I was fed up, but I got to put my words into action because I felt that at that moment when I spoke to the board of supervisors, there was millions of people listening. As I've sort of become a leader in this movement, I've realized that people want nothing more than to get on board to get their freedom back. If my voice gets heard and helps people, then this has all been well worth it. If my kids have a better America to live in, then this is absolutely worth it. I really don't like this stuff. I never wanted to be part of a production or a movie or, you know, I'd rather be out in the fields fighting somebody. This is the way that we fight. If this is the way that we inspire uh, people to move forward and, and to come on board with us, you know, for the win, then I'll be here. So. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Right. Good morning or good afternoon or evening or night, wherever you are, whatever <laughs> time it is like when you're watching this. <laughs> it's morning, night and afternoon and all at the same time. Yeah, it's good to be here. It's been a while for me. I'm all rusty. What's this? In Did you forget how to talk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we got Mr. Reposa today. That's good. A couple uh, stand-ins. And Jeremy Edwardson. Yeah. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Thanks for showing up. <laughs> I feel like a guest too. Maybe you should introduce all of us. <laughs> <laughs> you're not sitting in your normal seat though. You're like a new no. you're like new person to me but now. But if I sit in that seat, I might be mistaken for Carlos. So I don't That's that. true. I mean, that are you saying all brown people look the same or <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. that happens to me. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Anyways, um, all right, so I, I ran a little test here. I saw something on the internet. Um, some guy was doing this test in Europe, and I just kind of wanted to do it myself. I've been seeing all these uh, tests um, about graphene oxide in foods and waters and uh, definitely uh, in in the vaccines, you know, and in, in the Moderna, Moderna patents. Um, they actually um, – it's it's – right in the patents that um that they they actually have it so um it's kind of indisputable um now and the technology behind it is is pretty wild um we're gonna pull a couple we're gonna pull the video up that i did personally um then we're gonna go into some of uh some other great scientists and doctors um uh information that and research that they've done and um then we'll talk about it and you guys can uh well, let's see what you guys think. And um, graphene oxide is, is really good for the human body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it's it's good for the body if you're Bill Gates. Yeah. If you're a, if you like to you know kill people's immune system and um, turn them into transhuman um, circuit board 
human beings, you know, then I guess it's really good. I mean, the vaccines work really well too. I mean, you know, uh, population is going down pretty good and uh, it's making a lot of money for the pharmaceutical companies. So I'd say, you know, it's all works really well. Um, go, go ahead and uh, let's, let's, so yesterday I did this personally. Um, everything stays. Uh, I took some uh, Topo Chico and some uh, Pellegrino um, mineral water. I've done um, tests on about a dozen different mineral waters, um, spring waters, um, through, uh, water electrolysis or electrochemical activation. I'm just separating the, uh, the, uh, water from the solids. Basically it gets a little more scientific than that, but pretty much I'm separating the water from the solids. Um, go ahead and hit play here. Can um, ask a yeah, yeah, go ahead, please. So <clears throat> these are both mineral waters and they're both carbonated. Yeah, they're both carbonated um, or sparkling mineral waters. And yeah. What's is uh, like from a surface standpoint before the experiment? Because I know nothing. No, about no, this. it's okay. Yeah, please. Are they both supposed to be sort of like the same? Like if I went to the store and I, like, it's it's a branding thing. If I bought Pellegrino or Topo Chico, like they're both mineral waters that are carbonated. Absolutely. If you okay. went to a restaurant and said, can I get some sparkling mineral water? I mean, you it would think you're one or the other and either yeah, one there's would be a... satisfying to me, depending on what brand I like or whatever. But there's no big difference on the surface level that I know. They both yeah. say natural mineral carbonated mineral water on okay. the bottle. Okay. So um, essentially they are supposed to be essentially the, the same or very similar um product which is so anyways uh go ahead and hit hit play here all right and you can turn the volume off actually and all this kind of so i'm taking uh two clean glasses there's nothing in them okay um kind of funny looking bottles but i just tried to get something that was as clear as i could that i had on hand cool. they are cool glasses um <laughs> this video is lit um all right so i pop it open it was uh you gotta teach me how to do that by the way. with the lighter yeah, yeah it's pretty easy <laughs> all right so i'm pouring the topo chico in there and this is kind of slow and boring because i'm just pouring water into a glass but um it's making me thirsty actually all right I've, um don't drink that water right there okay. jeremy yeah. <laughs> Okay, there it is. We're um, now I'm gonna cracks. I'm cleaning up the water because uh, there's a lot of electricity involved in this, and I didn't want to electrocute myself. There you can see my little hand tattoo. That's me doing it. There's a cut on my thumb that uh, hands that I still have. I just did this test yesterday. This is uh oh I had a my one of my co-workers was videoing it, and then later on I kind of take over. I had him videoing because I wanted to show me cracking the seals on these. So it wasn't like I added something um, to them. Um, okay. I'm just adjusting the height on that by unscrewing the bottom lid so I can set the water electrolyzer in there. And it just kind of sits nice and even. You can see it sitting kind of wow. crooked. I adjust it. Where'd you get that thing? I just ordered it online. Um, and it runs off of 
220 or yeah this they have 120 versions and uh i ordered this and it came it was like a european style plug so i had to yeah. plug yeah i had yeah. to put a different uh mail and what exactly does this do to the water take does it take out all the carbonation what does it do no, this is uh separating um okay. the the uh hydrogen okay. from the oxygen okay and in that process the 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 solids or the minerals or whatever is in it that's not a water molecule um, is separated from the water, gotcha. just like you would have uh, right. water I, and oil almost. Right. I so. already see a little bit of a difference. Yeah, it looks like the one on the right looks like a dirty yeah. hot tub at this point. Oh, just wait, just wait. The one on the left is pretty clear. Falling. Oh yeah, actually, I I didn't look at it. Wow, you can actually see little metal Flake. looking flakes fall down. So as you can see, it's exact scale, that looks they're like, supposed to be like the litter falling. they're supposed to be the same thing, but Pellegrino is kind of bumming me out right now. Well, don't drink it. Um, Good grief! Yeah, there's like I said, um, you can go ahead and uh, speed this up a little bit because it takes a few minutes. The water gets really hot. These aren't hot tempered. Uh, heat tempered glass um i run it keep going um you can speed it up a little more i stir it up to try to get some bubbles out i stir both of them up with different um different different stir sticks, stir sticks. yeah that way i just okay okay I'll, wow okay so That's yeah go ahead and hit, right there go ahead and hit play it's it, the the carbonation fights the uh magnetism of this let's go ahead and speed up a little bit further Go a little further. Okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. Wait, just still see this. Okay, go ahead and start playing it now. So as you can see, okay, skip a little forward, a little bit more. Keep going. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Right around here. All right, let's check this out. I'm just playing around with it a little bit. Obviously, um you can see that this is a highly magnetic substance. Um, I believe it to be um, graphene oxide. Um, I don't see why it wouldn't be. Um, natural minerals are not magnetic like this. And you can look at the Topo Chico. You can see a little discoloration there. Um, that's kind of what you would expect to see out of uh, mineral water or even um, spring water that came right out of the ground. That's they're not all exactly the same, but um, there's a little bit of stuff in everything you're saying. But absolutely, if you kind of crazy, if you were trying to do this test to distilled water or reverse osmosis water, you get nothing because it already is nothing but water. What about tap water? Oh, with the tap water here is disgusting. Did I ran this. Yeah, I did this test and it smells literally like there's poop in the water and there's it's nasty, dude. So it's does disgusting. It show up black like that? No, there's no there's nothing magnetic in the in the tap water here. Okay, um, okay go go ahead and you can just <clears throat> shut the video down. Um, I just kind of play around with the magnet. I brought it here. Go, you can go ahead and. Um, Maybe Jeremy, see if you can ahead, play with it a little bit right there and show show the camera there. This is the same stuff that kind of sat overnight. It's highly magnetic. Um, it actually is more magnetic actually after it settles 
and um, and there's no carbonation in there anymore. Is Pellegrino the only company that really has this chemical in it, or do we know? Or yeah, like with other with other water, you water, see you did with, with a lot of them. More than yeah, I haven't found. Did you experiment with more than just Pellegrino? Yes, yes, okay. I tested. Um, over 10, I can't, I don't have an exact count, um, guaranteed over 10 um, different sparkling mineral waters to see if this could be recreated with other ones. And I've done them side by side with the same duration, just like in the video, um, where it's not like one got a different, there's no difference in temperature, there's no difference in um, atmosphere, there's no difference. is the only one that did it? Yes, now, yes. Here, here's a question I have. Were there any other green bottles used any other water companies that use green bottles um we tested perrier for sure and that that one i don't remember the exact label colors to be honest um i I know perrier we guaranteed we tested perrier absolutely and nothing yeah same test nothing happened with that how long do you leave that thing um you, you know you can continue to pull more um, when there is something like in the Pellegrino, you could actually, I ran a few tests with it aside from that video, but you can actually sit there and replicate more and more and more. Like when that stuff settles right now, if I put that electrolyzer in there, it would start pulling more out and create. So I so did it. You- I did it long enough to where <clears throat> um, it, it heats the water up. And like I said, that's not a, a water heat tempered glass so i was a little uh i was a little cautious on not wanting to it to blow up on me or you know uh, break so i did it enough to prove a point but we could pull more out of that and it would continue to generate it until there was no more in the water and it was completely separated yeah yeah they've been around since what 1899 Uh uh-huh okay so what um and they seem to be the only water that you've experimented with at least that you've seen yes Round ten, yes. That have this chemical in them that has this metal and everything in it. So, um, I wonder if that's always been the case, or right? Did that they just have, start? This is a, have a was Pellegrino from the 50s. sort of yeah. yeah. And then why did they do that? And why is it Pellegrino only? And like I said, they've been around for a hundred years, more yeah. than a hundred years. Yeah. This graphene oxide carbon nanotube self-replicating um technology mm-hmm. self-assembling technology has only been around for so long so it's it's a fairly new technology so i, I would imagine yeah i don't know when they started adding yeah. this to it um but it'd have to have been with you know it wouldn't have been in 1899 so no no be, absolutely not to be on the skeptical side yeah this is no way in natural water is what you're saying no no this is this has to something has to be added in. Absolutely, this with that a, high level of magnetism, um, there's you're not I gonna. I have no idea. I've never done any. No, tests no, or yeah, for sure. Anything. I'm just curious. Like, yeah, okay. Now you, you were talking about earlier. We were talking out here about patents. Yes. Okay, so when they patented this, when did they patent this, Pellegrino? Do you have that information? Oh, I. 
I don't, well, in 2007, and I should have actually, uh, there's not enough time to go over this. In 2007, though, um, the FDA approved um, nanotechnology or nanometals to be added to food and drinks. And what they said inside the FDA's own statement was says, we're not going to say this is safe or this isn't safe. What we are going to say, what they, what, we're going to approve it, and then we are going to um, uh, organize a, a task force, I believe is the way they said, but they were going to put a research team together to, to find out if it was good or bad. Now, that was in 2007. So since 2007, I believe, is probably around the time when people started adding this because it became legal. What was the purpose? Did they say what the purpose of that was? Why would you Why would you add it, and why would it even be an issue? I mean, I would. Uh, I wonder if it, basic, right? You would think from a profit standpoint, it would be either taste or addictiveness. Oh yeah, that's and then a good you can point. sell more product if it gives you a certain yeah, hit. That's a good point. There's yeah. obviously a there, another I mean, darker level that it could be for that it, it implies that all the graphene oxide stuff. But I don't implies, think there's any effect so. on how you feel when you drink sparkling water unless you've got sparkling water that has a little bit of uh, adult beverage in it <laughs> yeah right so i i wonder so it, that's kind of interesting because it seems to be just this one company why would they do it why would they even do this yeah i mean again i, I get back to the patent is the patent just because you'd mentioned that is that just for the name or for how they produce or uh, uh, I, i'm sport? not talking about any patents with Pellegrino or any food stuff right now. I'm talking about with the vaccines um, okay. in the Moderna um, okay. uh, vaccine. There is a that patent. Yes, okay. that's I was, okay. uh, what I was referring okay. to. Okay. Um, so the, the, the patented technology through the vaccines is, is an actual uh, non-arguable um, fact. Um, so it's right. And we're going to cover some of that stuff here in a little bit. And, um, as far as disclose reasons they could use to say, Oh, it could make food last longer. It could look, that's irrelevant to me because there's always going to be some BS reason. Sure. When you start looking at, um, when you can take, uh, uh, a couple drops of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, put it under a slide and under electron microscope and hit it with a uh, 5g, Okay. Um, and it self assembles and you can watch it. Okay. There's doctor. We don't have enough time to cover that in this video. We have covered it in previous podcasts though. And, but when you can take this, uh, uh, carbon nanotube technology, graphene oxide and watch it self assemble under a microscope when it is hit with different frequencies okay that is what is happening so the reason for them putting this in the there's people um uh finding it in the food they're finding it in uh water like this um it's definitely in the vaccines you know possibly maybe it's sprayed in the air I, that is complete speculation but as far as it being in the vaccines and food and water that's all provable stuff Okay, that's um, connecting the dots. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So once you understand, right. it's a very sophisticated technology. Um, it's not a coincidence that it happens to react the way that it does with uh, frequencies, um, especially 5G frequencies are, are definitely the, the key to this whole thing um, working. So let's, um, let's go to... Um, Let's go to the Karen Kingston. Um, let's see. It's the, what did I call it? Number three, I believe. 
Sorry, I didn't write it on here. Nope, number four. Go to number four real quick. Pull this up and go to the four-minute mark. That's not going to be on this one right here. Sorry, guys. We're going to get to the... This is the Microsoft. Yes, this is a Microsoft patent that I'm going to kind of tie in together. Go ahead and start it. Oh, sorry. That's not the one I wanted to go to. If you go to patent number... Uh, oh, yeah, 65001. Can you make it bigger? Uh, okay. This patent Thanks. is for a nano nanomagnets. Uh, so the reason why people are magnetic is because they were injected with magnets. Um, and you can see in the picture, it has wires to magnets, permanent magnets, and a drug uh, delivery uh, the package that's in there. Uh, and then the point of this product was originally to treat certain types of cancers, uh, bone cancers, uh, and it would attach to the bone. But if you go to figure 1A, you'll see all these little light particles of what the system looks like underneath the light. Um, and those, and it reflects the light. So all these doctors who are looking at uh, the vials under the microscope, they're like, what are these things reflecting lights? Well, they're the magnets. And that's why people are magnetic. Because so Carrie Madej said, you know, you can see that these vibrant purples and pinks and yellows and all this other stuff. To me, this this suggests that there's some sort of an injectable computing system. That's what she said that those vibrant colors were. Yeah, that's the the single walled carbon nanotubes, the, the graphene oxide nanotubes combined uh, with quantum dot. Um, and but they need the magnetics injected in them to host the magnetic field to actually. Um, to host all of that. So are too. we past this fact checker deal now? Are we are we over this? This Daniel Funky at the USA Today was was all over this. I think he even wrote you, these Reuters people. Are we done with this graphi graphene oxide debate now? I mean, that's over, right? I mean, this is proven, yeah. it's in there, that's it. Yeah, let's go to that patent. So if you go to the um, uh, patent number ending in um, uh, 618, uh, again, this falls underneath the master Moderna patent on the Moderna website, so it's clearly delineated. There's no, this is no conspiracy theory. I'm not making anything up. You can go to the patent. It refers to uh, this patent, which is a method for making semiconducting single-walled carbon nanotubes. Those are made from graphene oxide. They're one atom thick. There's just, this is common sense in this world. For what I'm talking I mean, it's about. written. It's right it, there. It's, this is the proof. I mean, it's, it's in the receipts, so I would like a public apology to you from these Reuters people and from these fact checkers over at USA Today. I'm gonna name him Daniel Funky. This guy is a real jerk. I want these people to come out and say, you know what, we got it wrong. Karen Kingston was right. Here's the patent, she brought receipts. Graphene oxide is in these shots. I mean, and that is really only just the bare da minimum dangers of what's associated with these things. I mean, so they should have no problems moving on past the graphene oxide and now fact-checking you on the fact that there's actual self-aware living organisms building little colonies inside of you uh, while they inject these computing systems that are going to track you through this smart app technology and give you a risk score, not based on your health, but based on how much of a super spreader you are, and you're super spreading the truth about these vaccines, and that's what they want to fight against. And I, I hope that they will come out and admit that they were wrong about this graphene oxide thing because we're making headway. We're moving the needle here by showing. Go ahead and uh, turn it off. That's this enough. Is this is a. It's that, a long video. That's um, a high hope that there would be an apology. <laughs> that is a very high hope. So Did you see the deaths and the disabled people and all mm -hmm. this crap that we the miscarriages it's unbelievable yeah the it really is unbelievable yeah. i mean thank god for people like this that are getting this out in the open 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, Stu Peters is awesome. Yeah. He's the one that. Uh, yeah, he did that died suddenly. Yeah. Documentary that's if you haven't seen that, that is absolutely worth an hour of your life. You yeah. Know? And it 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 outlines stuff that we've been talking about for a long time here, and suspected just by reasonable deduction of how this whole thing was rolled out. It's very very disturbing when you watch it. You know, Karina was like. This exhausts me. <laughs> you know, she wanted to go to sleep right after watching it because it was, it's, it's, uh, it's disturbing. Yeah. So, um, look up Karen Kingston there. She does a lot of research on these patents. She's a patent researcher. Um, she actually is an ex, uh, Pfizer employee. Um, so I'm sorry, a Moderna employee so anyways um it's, she she's she's an insider she knows how to navigate it she breaks it down she doesn't just say some crazy stuff she's like here's the patent this is what it says go to this page and um i mean you could sit there and watch hours of that stuff and learn all kinds of stuff um we we can't really that would be kind of boring to go through all this you know hours and hours of the stuff we don't have the time for it but do your own research with that look it up um i got one more short video and then we're going to cover this uh microsoft patent that i've done a lot of research on the last few days um go ahead and put on number two and just play it from the very beginning and then i'll let you know we're going to watch a couple minutes of this and then we're going to start getting into this uh moderna microsoft patent Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ricardo Delgado, and I am the founder and director of La Quinta Columna. All the vaccines tested, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Janssen, and Moderna, contain exclusively nanotechnology. We have found nanorouters, which also emit MAC addresses that can be registered with Bluetooth wireless technology by just using your own mobile phone and the help of an app. We have found nanoantennas and plasmonic antennas for the amplification of these signals. We have also identified nanorectennas, which act as rectifier bridges of alternating direct current, codecs, and certain logic gates for the encryption of these nanocommunications emitted from the inoculated individual to a remote server. The primary material for the elaboration of these microstructural complexes is graphene oxide, the presence of which is decisive for the self-assembly of these structural complexes. The main mechanisms of exfoliation of graphene oxide within the body into graphene quantum dots are natural biodegradation mediated by the enzyme myeloproxidase and the teslaphoresis mechanism, which are microwave electromagnetic fields emitted from mobile phone signals with different frequency ranges. Graphene oxide injected into the body acquires magnetic properties in contact with hydrogen and living cells. This is why most vaccinated people have this exacerbated magnetism at the point of inoculation and subsequently in the upper solar plexus and the skull. (coughs) Graphene oxide is detected in the body by our immune system as if it were a pathogen. Once injected, it has an affinity for the central nervous system. Basically, the spinal cord in our brain because of its higher electrical conductivity. In the central nervous system, it causes immobilization of limbs, strokes, paraplegia, and alteration of the nervous system. 
Go, go ahead and uh, turn it off now. Um, that's, this presentation was um, over 2,000 hours of research. Um, they're, they're, uh, Ricardo Delgada, he's uh, from Spain. Um, he started uh, La Quita Columna, and um, there's, I mean, there's, I think there's a couple thousand scientists involved in um, working together throughout the world that combines their information and presents it in a very scientific uh, way with, with proving things under, I mean, they were the ones that were showing the microtransmitters and all that kind of stuff. Uh, basically, these graphene oxides hit with, um, with uh, EMF radiation and they self-assemble into circuit boards inside your body so it's pretty wild stuff um <clears throat> so now we're going to get into this uh microsoft um patents and we're we're kind of we're kind of getting out there and this is covering a lot of stuff i'm just trying to plant a seed for people to you know kind of do more research and be aware um of of this um agenda that it's obviously this is an agenda it's not a coincidence that all this these uh things happen synergistically um so anyways, uh, Microsoft patent, um, it's a U.S. patent 6754472. Okay, you could you can look it up. You, you could just type in 6754472, patent number 6754472. Um, there's a couple other patents. Um, darn it, I gave somebody else. Open up to the second page real quick because I wrote down. There it is. Sorry, let me switch you real quick because I got my. No have the other patent. My notes are on the back. Oh, they are. <laughs> well, let me just read these off and I'll give it back to you. All right. So there's also um, another Microsoft patent that's two hundred four zero two one nine eight nine zero. There's another patent from Microsoft two hundred nine zero one nine eighteen. 24 you can look all of those up and find even on google searches you can look at the google patents you can look at it a bunch of different ways um it's all right there this is not conspiracy all three of those patents are um very similar i'll give you back back so i can okay push your glasses up okay so anyways this specific one is the first patent i um talked about but all three of those are very similar so um Abstract methods and apparatus for distributing power and data to devices coupled to the human body are described. The human body is used as a conductive medium. I'm going to say that again. The human body is conducted as a conductive medium, a bus over which power and or data is distributed. Power is distributed by coupling a power source to the human body via a first set of electrodes. One or more device to be powered. Peripheral devices are also coupled to the human body via additional sets of electrodes. The devices may be a speaker, display watch, keyboard, a pulsed DC signal or AC signal may be used as the power source. By using multiple power supply signals of differing frequencies, different devices can be selectively powered. Digital data and or other information signals, audio signals can be modulated on the power signal using frequency or and or amplitude modulation techniques. Um, so this kind of goes through um, the different things that it does. Um, 
And I don't know how far we're going to get into this. Um, let's see. Um, one second. What do you guys think about that? Just the general description. Well, at first reading it, I was thinking maybe this was getting into some of that Elon Musk, like the Neuralink technology. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like maybe you're talking more like um, something that's already in most human bodies through the nanotech delivery. Is that like kind of where you're going? Yeah, well, this... Um I don't think Neuralink works without this graphene oxide um, technology. So it has to be in more than just sparkling water. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking more like when I read this at first, on the surface, I was thinking about Neuralink. Because you guys, are you familiar with Elon Musk's company? A little bit, yeah. So he, he basically has been warning a lot of people for a long time about AI technology not being regulated so he met with obama he met with all these different government officials from around the world and he said there needs to be more regulation because if we are successful in creating like super artificial intelligence we don't know how quickly we might be a target you know he, he talks about you know it's like as human beings if we're building a highway there's an anthill in the middle of the highway we're not going to think twice to just roll right over that anthill and you know, as soon as you flip that switch for human artificial or a super artificial intelligence, then you might have very quickly within a few seconds, they, you know, computers might decide like the biggest problem to the earth is human beings and just need to be and exterminated. There's too many of them. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. he got to a place where he's like, if you can't beat them, join them. So he started a company called Neuralink. And basically he is drilling um, like a, a dime sized uh drill bit into a skull he's doing it on pigs right now but i believe he's approved to start doing it on humans and he has this very small um uh like mechanism that that each each of the there's basically a little chip and it has a thousand leads on it and then he's got this little robot that goes in and hooks up each of the thousand leads to your neurons and then that chip basically replaces the skull and then there's a there's an upload and a download to those neuron mm -hmm. receptacle receptacles or whatever um and so you're you're getting information out and in and so you know th this could be something medically for people like say there's somebody who's paraplegic or quadriplegic and you put this chip in their motor area and then you know, you put another chip on their spine where where it's been severed below, and then, you know, hopefully they can start walking again. Um, but there, but there's also an intelligence level to it. Like they they did an experiment where they had a rat on one side of the country and a rat on the other side of the country, and both of them had this like neural link device in their brain, um, and one rat was had to basically learn this really, really intense maze that took like three weeks of learning every little bit of the maze in order to get to the cheese. And as soon as they connected the two rats via the neural link, this other rat that had not ever done this maze was put into the maze and it did it right away. So Elon's saying, you know, this is, it's sort of like the matrix where 
you know, you want to learn Kung Fu, just upload that through the Neuralink, you know, you know, some Kung Fu masters done all of his moves or whatever. And then you take his program and you upload it into your brain, the Neuralink, and then you're a Kung Fu master that instantly you want to learn violin, you want to know another language, you upload it. So it's really quite fascinating, but it also is a little bit um, spooky. Yeah, it's like one of those things where, uh, <laughs> it, you know, he wants to make this affordable for everybody. Um, he's moving really quickly with it. And it's, it's definitely one of those things where you start merging um, robotic technology and human beings. It's this weird experiment. Kind of like that, a private public partnership. Yeah, it could go. It could go very wrong. It's uh, yeah. one of those things where you know it might be time to move out into the woods and just become a hermit. Well, yeah, you know when you when you bring up something like that too. I mean, that horse has already left the barn. So, I mean, what technology do we have that we don't use anymore? It's kind of like what weapon has man ever created that he's never used? So it's kind of like okay, well. You now have this technology that can actually do this. You know, uh, the uh, these people can remove. You don't need that many people. Uh, some of you can be, you know, the elite people that are still left around Earth. And the rest of you, well, we really don't need you because, you know, we can kind of do this, this, and this. And, you know, after a while, we can probably, you know, we can probably make a few of you. So, I mean, really and truly, I mean, the cat's out of the bag. So, what... Being solution-minded, what yeah. what position do we take as people with all the data and information we get? Yeah. It's kind of interesting, too, to your point. Like, they ask Elon, you know, what about people that don't want to get neuralinked? And he's like, they'll just become kind of obsolete. <laughs> yeah, yep. like obsolete. Huh? When you think about the workforce, it's like... You know, do you want to do you want to hire somebody who's been neuralinked and is like super intelligent for your company, or hire this you know basically like this moron that that doesn't have all the intelligence in his brain, you know? So they just become obsolete, and it's like, ooh, oh, that's a little yeah. bit weird. <laughs> and then you start getting into like uh, Yuval Noah Harari and him talking about how humans are hackable animals and you can be biohacked and yeah. uh free will is a you know like uh, an illusion in their ears <laughs> oh gosh i don't want to talk about that right now <laughs> um the there's a lot of people having a lot of ringing in their ears and having a hard time sleeping i'm way beyond a tinfoil hat where i'll just tell you that i'll show you how i sleep because i'm completely um rf shielded and maybe I'll show that video another another time. We don't have time because we're running out right here. But um, what happens when you have these brain chips in your body, okay, and uh, in your brain, and someone just hacks you? I mean, how you don't have to do MK Ultra stuff anymore. You could just kind of like drive someone around like they've driven uh, cockroaches around with these things hooked into their uh, central nervous system, and they can drive a cockroach around like a remote control car. They've done that, I think, in the 80s or something like that. I mean, this is old technology. So just throwing it out there. I mean, you got this wireless technology. Cell phones are bad for you. Don't put them up to your brain. Turn your Bluetooth, your Wi-Fi off. My dad had stage four brain cancer from talking on the phone um, and had golf ball tumors taken out of his head. And he's still alive, thank God. Um, he went in emergency surgery about 10 years ago. And uh, it's the real deal. I mean, do your research on EMF radiation, but um, to have some 
thing in your head that's going to be com wirelessly communicating with uh, like a Wi-Fi router inside your brain. Probably not a good idea. Elon Musk, uh, I don't trust him. I think that he is part of the system. You know, um, he came out and said, hey, um, you know, uh, transhumanism is is the scariest thing, you know, that we have to face. And then a year or two later, he just comes out and says, well, if you can't beat him, join him. Like you said, we're going to put brain chips in your head. So it's the scariest thing. And then, you know, now he's got Twitter and supposedly, you know, we're supposed to be like, oh, he's going to save free speech or whatever. I mean, I, I don't trust him. I think he's all part of it. Um, people can do their own research and um, see what they what they think about that. But um, if you saw his Halloween outfit, he's wearing uh, the uh, Satan's war armor with Baphomet on it, um, which if you don't know who Baphomet is, it's a satanic type God with an upside down cross on it. Um, if you look at who he had a kid with, I mean, she's pretty much a Satan worshiper. And um, so... I mean, what, what kind of message are you trying to send when you wear an outfit like that? I think it's kind of like in your face for people like me that know he's part of it, just kind of like a slap in the face personally, but yeah, I, I, well, it's gonna, it's just, you hear all this stuff and you're like, man, the unintended consequences, right? Cause basically we're putting, put it, put, we're putting this in our brain. That's what he's figuring out how to do. Right. Yeah, we already yeah. walk around with the power of it. And how much has it really improved people versus all the consequences of our nature still come out. So even a Neuralink, I think once you look a few layers deep, it's like, yeah, okay, you can learn a few extra things, but we are inundated with information. That's not our issue. Yeah. It's the basic thing. How are you going to wire in someone's grid or perseverance or all that? I'd like to see them figure that. Teach a rat to go through a maze. Whoop de doo. We're much more evolved as humans. No other animal touches the consciousness that we have, our faith, our belief systems, everything. That's the key right there. And so, how are you going to replicate that? I, I, these guys are pawing around in the dark still. I, I mean, I, I get it. It's big deal stuff, you know, and I even have to go back to what I was looking up because I'm like, how is all this possible? And you look at all this, and I still have to go back to and wrap my mind around the size of nanoparticles. To make sure that this is viable in my brain because i'm not thinking about this every day so the comparison would be if a nanoparticle was a football then a virus is a size of a human being and a red blood cell is the size of a football field so like to put it in perspective that this is real where people want to argue how is that really possible we're sci-fi or not a red blood cell is a football field to this technology so imagine what these guys are working with and then now you can get a picture of how this is all being rolled out and played out. And then it's your capacity to look at how evil it is. How dark are you willing to look? Is there people nefarious in the background? Is it a big plan? Are people just trading their freedoms for safeties at the small level? When you, when and you look what at can your, you do about it? Yeah, it, exactly. It, is your theory or you're speculating that what Elon Musk is trying to do on a very mechanical level you know he's actually going in and wiring wires to your neurons mm -hmm. is your theory with with what we've seen here and and the what's it called the oxide or graphene, graphene, graphene oxide, oxide mm -hmm. would be a way to to do that using nanotechnology and and self-assembling those microchips that then go in your brain and basically it's like the same thing elon's trying to achieve but 
using graphene oxide nanoparticles. Is that? I was that, trying to wrap my head around. Yeah, that assembly into a chip. Yeah. Or single nano-sized chips that all get together and make a central computer. But it's hard, like wrapping your head around that. You have to realize how many nanoparticles, how many footballs can you fit on one red blood cell, right? If a, if a if a football field is the red blood cell and the nanoparticle is the football. And you there's computer I'm... chips that are the size of the football. That's why yeah. I have to go back to just the size. Just get me, walk me through that because I'm like, uh, I don't I, understand it. You uh, know? Na- nano, I believe, is 100,000 times smaller than a, a molecule. So anything more than 100,000, I believe colloidal is 30,000 and nano is 100,000 times smaller than a molecule. Right. So, so it's, yeah, to or have those smaller. You don't need much real estate, I guess, is the point. Yeah. And now you have a functioning computer. This piece of paper could, I mean, who knows what they could have with nanoparticle in this size, right? Then our body has a lot of surface. Our well, blood has a lot is a lot of surface. So where Neuralink failed was the body not being able to power this. And with the graphene oxide being a semiconductor in this quantum dot technology, um, your body, it can harness the electricity from your body and they are superconductors that can power these types of systems, kind of getting into that Microsoft patent and then getting into uh, Neuralink. So- What could they do with it though? With uh, with the graphene oxide? Yeah. Well, they can do a lot of different- Would it be like to control the population or to um, like say on a, on a good side, could it be used to help if you if you had people that had this in them, could it be then instructed to fight like a cancerous tumor or something? And then on the negative side, could it be used to exterminate people or control them or? Yeah, I think you just nailed it. You yeah, it. You're yeah. Both. yeah. You know, I mean, that's the thing. A lot of good technology and a lot of good science uh, has produced good things, but also there's been the other side of that where it's produced some bad things. You know, um, you know the the atomic bomb was used to do a good thing and a war, but it created a, a weapon that they could destroy the earth. So, I mean, a lot of things that we look at, and I think that you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, really and truly, I think that if I'm an average person, I'm watching this show and I'm watching this and I want to get information. Um, you know, for me, I'm going to rely probably more on what I'm hearing and how it breaks down for me than doing the research because there's life. Yeah. You know, you've got, you've just got life for people out there that need to hear the message. So one of the things that, one of the questions I would have is that this is absolutely wonderful information. How do we take all this stuff and all the great stuff you guys have done on the vax and everything and break that down into something that, that you can wrap your mind around and, mm-hmm. to, and, and not have to make it a football field, you know, and have a situation where you can actually grasp onto that and, and protect ourselves mm-hmm. from this evil. Right. Yeah, and I think the simple is we there is not answers. It's all an experiment. So don't if you want to be part of a giant experiment with total unknown consequence, you know, and that's the conversation. Knock yourself out. Yeah, right? that's the yeah. conversation you have. Okay, yeah. you Drink don't believe this stuff and get in there? the facts. Out of it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't believe it, then what? Then you're willing to adopt the risk of it. If you if you won't believe it or won't look into it or anything, then then no. 
And that's where I was, it was simple. What's the risk of COVID versus the risk of the vaccine if that's the delivery mechanism? Well, now you got to question flu shots that have been going on forever. Oh, yeah. All the shots, right? All the shots now. So, so if the, shingles, right? Everything. I mean, everything. So, you know, who knows if, what's in that stuff? Yeah, you got to. It's very individualized, yes. and you just hope that somebody can take a moment rather than do something out of fear or safety, because that's what this will be packaged in. Oh, don't worry. You won't have to be sick anymore. You won't have to be yeah. hardshipped anymore. Your life will be more comfortable <laughs> every time. That's the way it's. Packaged. That is. That's it's never truth. packaged. Well, I might be able to use this for evil. Will you take it? No. I mean, the obvious That's packaging true. is going right. to be safety or ease or comfort or protection. You know, it's, right. that's why it's always right. packaged. Right. So the level of their agenda and how they're rolling it out, how far behind we are or ahead is is kind of the bigger question on, on your individual choices, right? Because are we really understanding the whole picture? No. This stuff's probably way further than what's getting released all the time in the dark corners of all the different experiments. But I can only make decisions off of what I know. And I know I don't want to be part of an experiment. And I'm certainly not going to put my kids on the altar yeah, as part absolutely. of this experiment. Right. Oh, hell no. Yeah. That'll be over my dead body. Yep. You know, it, yep. there's no way I'm going to say, oh, you, you, you're not ready yet to make your own decision. I'll make it for you and just involve you in a giant experiment. Because that's what you're saying to your kids. Well, that's pretty bad. You're willing to sacrifice your kids because I'll bet you if I ask you to do other types of experiments with them, you wouldn't do it. So well, why is this one getting the green light? Because there's so much fear. Would, would you scary. drink that water no. now that you've seen that? No, I'm not going to drink that water. Not if the other waters don't have it. If it was something like comparable. I mean, look at that. Drink that. So we don't have all the answers, but at least we can point out the problems and I don't I, I don't like to have problems without the solution but really the solution's only going to come when when enough people wake up and realize that there's an agenda behind this 5G technology they're rolling out there's an agenda behind putting this graphene oxide in the foods and the waters and possibly the air um, there's an agenda behind this graphene oxide in the vaccine so uh, the best thing you can do is is avoiding it and how to stop the 5G I've been trying to figure that out for a long time because the city and the county it's like critical infrastructure it's like if uh, Redding said oh uh um, we don't want I-5 to go through here anymore. We can't just shut I-5 down. That's critical. You know what I mean? We don't have power to just say we don't want the. So it's the same thing with the cell phone technology. It's been uh, this 5G is rolled out under critical infrastructure. We don't even have a say in it. How do we stop it? I don't know. We got to get enough people aware. Um, you know, I, I, I've showed an article in a previous podcast that was from 1987 talking about direct energy weapons that operate on the same frequencies as 5G. In 1987, they talk about it as a military, patented military weapon. In 2020, we talk about it as, I can download my stuff a lot faster. You know what I mean? And that's the way it sold to us. My phone worked perfectly fine before 5G. I could make calls. I could look stuff up on the internet. These things have gone up all over uh, Operation uh, uh, Warp Speed here when that came out, um, you know, with the, with the vaccine stuff. When we were all home for 15 days to flatten the curve, um, did I say Fast and Furious? No. Operation Warp Speed. Sorry, I get yeah. those mixed up sometimes. Um, 
they they started all of a sudden just massively put i mean those guys were working 24 7 putting 5g towers up everywhere the street lights the new street lights with the led um i know some of you guys out there listening or have had ringing in your ears for the last couple within the last couple years as these 5g towers going up um people are having a hard time sleeping and um most of the time I, i would say it's not tinnitus unless you've done some serious damage to your ears um but i've taken very well care of my ears and i have massive ringing in my ears um you know unfortunately and it's it's kind of uh i know some of you guys can relate to that um as far as some of the the what i can say that you can do because it doesn't matter if you're jabbed or not jabbed we are exposed to this stuff i guarantee you um different people with different levels um i wrote down some some uh, different things you can do to detox from this. Like I said, everybody is exposed to this. Um, so I'm just going to throw it out there before we um, glutathione, which um, you can help your body produce. You can take glutathione. Um, even better is to take NAC, which is, uh, I believe you pronounce it in acetyl L cystinine. Where do you find this stuff? Um, NAC, um, you can get it at the health food store. Health food store. You could health order it online. It's, it's just okay. an amino acid. It's yeah. totally okay. safe, but this specific amino acid helps your body produce glutathione, which neutralizes, uh, the reduced graphene oxide that we're talking about. Um, another thing is white pine needle tea, uh, cerumen, which is an actual, uh, farm. If you are more into pharmaceutical type stuff, um, cerumen is the pharmaceutical version of the, the the white uh, pine needle tea um, that also uh, neutralizes graphene oxide. Milk thistle works very well. Um, nascent iodine. Iodine helps. Um, it, it's, a, it's a good halogen that your thyroid absorbs a lot of these toxins. So when you fill your thyroid up with the good halogens, it doesn't absorb the bad ones. Um, so that will helps protect you also. And um, none, not, nothing you're going to put in your body is going to work properly uh, uh, or absorbed correctly if you are dehydrated. So make sure that you're drinking good water. Do not drink Pellegrino water. Uh, make sure you're drinking mm-hmm. good water and uh, staying hydrated because none of this stuff works very well if you are not hydrated. It will not be delivered to the system properly. Anyways, that's just a couple. And you guys can do your own research. How, how do I detox from uh, reduced graphene oxide or just graphene oxide? And um, I would go to a Brave search or something like that. Google was you'd probably have to go through like 20 pages to get to some actual solutions on that one but uh anyways i don't know you guys got any questions or any comments or no it's just the, it's that same thing just in this okay take all the information and then figure out what in your own mind have a good conversation with your spouse or a good friend or somebody to make some sense of what's my move I'm going to buy a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll help. I don't know. On the next episode, <laughs> a bottle of bourbon gets the uh, the 240. Oh. Take two yeah, bottles yeah, yeah. of bourbon. We find out which. Will that start a fire? I feel like that's Stay a away from Baker's Oh, <laughs> it does get pretty hot. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll do that not live. I'll so if we burn something down. Yeah, we'll we'll test it outside first, away from anything that burns up. We but. really we recommend Eagle Rare. You know, when you do Maker's Mark, it turns all murky. Eagle Rare is, whew, yeah, it's a good whiskey. I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> all right. Well, um, 
You guys good to go? I mean, yeah. I think we covered about as much of that as we can without spending like six hours on the subject. Um, make sure to share us. Please share us. Um, that's the one thing I could ask uh, everybody can do to get in the fight is get this information out. We got to wake people up. We got to make people aware of, of, of what these issues are. Um, and hopefully, uh, some great minds can come together and come up with some solutions. Um, but we're never going to get anywhere with this. If people think about when people talk about this kind of stuff and research the patents and, and show you the patent numbers, um, it's not just somebody in their basement telling you what reality is, you know, do your own research, um, you know, but share this information. It's got to get out there. There's, there's a lot of people. I mean, like Stu Peters and Karen Kingston, uh, Dr. Manet, uh, or Minaj. I mean, um, we've got, uh, I mean, there's been people like, Robert Malone, um, Dr. Peter McCullough. Um, I mean, on and on and on. There's, there's, there's a lot of people, David Martin. Um, so anyways, uh, please share us Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube and Facebook, um, rumble and mountaintopmedia.com. You can always find our stuff on there and make sure and go and see Terry's awesome freaking show, Jefferson State of Mind and Sovereign Minds also on uh, Mountaintop Media. And sorry if this is stuff's kind of scary, but we, we've got to be aware of what's going on here and uh, come up with some solutions to counteract this stuff. All right. Thanks, buddy. Right Thank you for the research, John. Thank, Thank you, brother. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening.